the Own Your Intuitive podcast is for the creatives, spiritual entrepreneurs, and light workers in the world. The shining ones who have been told to dim their light and stop believing in magic. I say screw that. The time to rise is now to bring your gifts out into the world in a big way, creating a business that feeds your soul and your bank account. You are a magical being with the potential to change the world, one human at a time. The time for you to own your intuitive is now. Hello, 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 magical beings of light. It is so good to be back. It's been a journey, friends, a journey for sure over the last few weeks as, you know, Jeff and I have really been tackling and shifting and expanding and growing and, you know, preparing to sell the house and not knowing where we're moving and all of these emotions. It's been a journey. And in that journey, there was, there was, there was some shadow work that this girl Tamara needed to do. And uh, it's been an epic place. You know, for some people who are just beginning this journey into their inner beings, into their bodies, into their emotions, into their feelings, into all the parts that make us who we are and acknowledged and cared for and loved. There are times in which we have to go in to do the big work, the heavy work, you know, the heavy lifting, get the heavy furniture out of the space in which is your body, your being, so that you can create room for new things to come in. But when you have that heavy lifting, when you got to get in there and do that deeper work, and you've got to, you know, be willing to see the triggers and see the past experiences and see that little child within you, it can often feel heavy and hard. And um, I find it really powerful that you know, the experiences that Jeff and myself have been going through and the way that our, our life has been kind of being guided right now is really powerful that it just happens to be Transformation Tuesday and it just happens to be Heart Chakra Week. And a funny story about Heart Chakra Week and this week of podcasts coming out in truth is that they both were recorded previously. I recorded a Heart Chakra and I felt really good. And I was like, yes, this is the message. And when I gave it to my husband, he was like, Tamara, after seven minutes, it disappears. And I was like, what? And then I just didn't have the heart to come down and record it again at that time. And on Thursday or on, on Friday, sorry, we're dropping, uh, you know, own your intuitive with Jessica Page. And we totally had recorded that again. And the sound was so bad, we had to re-record it. So this week is like a epic week of fresh starts. And, you know, funny, even still now that I'm thinking about it, is that, you know, in the sale of our house, we totally went to see a, a rental property. And because we've been out of the rental game for a while, we thought when we signed the lease that it was a for surezy because we're using a um, property management company and found out that until the landlord signs the rental agreement, it's not for real. And we lost that 
apartment, like that house that we were thinking to rent. So again, you know, we're going to look at a new house today. It's like a rebirth week. What? I love that. That's the message for everyone listening as we kind of roll into Heart Chakra Week. Huh. I love finding these things out with you guys. Super fun. Now, I'm excited to talk to you about your hearts this week because the heart is the most incredible gift that we have. It's a muscle the size of your fist. If you were to like make a fist right now and hold it up to your chest, boom, that's the size of your heart. And we all know that the heart is exceptional at keeping our, you know, body alive. If our heart stops pumping, then we do not get to engage in life anymore. We are done. Like we can try and sugarcoat that, but it's straight up. Heart stops, we stop, period, exclamation mark. But along with being the physical like activator for our bodies, it is our energetic breath. It is our truest of gifts in which we can hold love and give love. Like, stop for a minute and think about that. This muscle inside our body, the size of a fist, keeps us alive and is responsible for our energetic breath. So here's the most important part for you guys to understand about your heart chakras, is truly how you breathe in your real life, in your day-to-day, is how you allow yourself to receive love and give love. It's a big concept, but it is true to the very core of your essence. So if you find you hold your breath, You are not open to receiving love and giving love at this season of your life. If you, you know, have no problem exhaling, but catch that you don't inhale, you are a giver. You have a big heart and you just love to give, 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 but you don't receive for yourself. And then there's people and these people that exist. If you're like, oh, isn't that everyone who love to receive all the love? They're like, yeah, I'm all that. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, I am amazing. But they're petrified to give their heart out because it feels unsafe. And those people inhale no problem, but have a very shallow exhale. And so let's start the heart with that conversation. So really just take a moment and think about how you breathe because your breath will tell you how your heart chakra is open. Now, there's another piece of this puzzle and that is, you know, as intuitives and as empaths or highly sensitive or gifted, there's an often a lot of times where we feel responsible for other people, um, especially as empaths. And if you are an empath, I feel you. And it tends to lean towards codependency. Like I will be a recovering codependent to the day I die because I grew up around mental illness and I thought I could save every single person in my family. It's just like, nobody asked me to do it. It just was part of my, you know, DNA. I'm like, I'm going to make everybody better. I'm going to make them happy. I'm going to be so funny. They're going to laugh all the time and they're not going to be sad because who could be sad around me? Because I am freaking funny. And it, it didn't work. All my, my humor, my jokes did not make anyone in my, my, my house happy. Now, sometimes it backfired on me um, and made them sad. And so there was a part in my life where I felt so responsible for every single human that was in my inner circle that I would hold on to their energy. I would protect them with my heart. And that's another way that you can't inhale. 
right? If you feel like you have, you know, family members who are sick, who need you, um, that, you know, you have children and you worry about them and all those kinds of things, you have the capacity to bring these people into your heart. And that takes up a lot of room. And when your heart is full of other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions, you, you can't breathe in anymore. So this is one of the reasons why if you're having trouble inhaling, it could be one of the reasons why you are not inhaling very well. The other piece of this is like when somebody, we've been hurt in our past, you know, whether it be parents, coworkers, people from the schoolyard, when we are kids, teachers, anyone can say things to us that make us feel unprotected and unsafe. And we stop feeling as if we can just openly and willingly like send love out into our heart. And going back to the house, we were, my husband and I were walking today because we just found out we lost the, um, the first rental yesterday and, you know, we're walking and I said, you know, it it reminds me of when, you know, we've been hurt when we first start dating and we have that fear of, of allowing ourselves to put full love out again, because what if somebody hurts us again? What if it happens? And, you know, I've gotten to this place in my forties where it's like, yeah, it's going to happen again. So why won't I just go all in with love? Because we have an opportunity to see a new house today. So why wouldn't I give this house the same amount of love as I gave the other house and dream into it and see our furniture and our our children and all those kinds of things? I'm not going to be protected from that that offering of my 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 truest sense of self or my my heart because I'm afraid that I'm going to get something taken away from me again. And these are big, like to fully allow yourself to receive love and allow your heart to feel safe enough to gift it out into the world. Is I'm talking about it with ease in this in this podcast, but there is a place in which, you know, we're not taught to receive love. We are almost taught not to be greedy or selfish or, you know, all those kinds of things. And we, we deny ourselves kindness, affection, gifts, uh, opportunities, all these amazing things, abundance, because it feels like, you know, we are not allowed to have those things for ourselves or for other people. They're not for us. And in all honesty, like, you know, I'm talking about the crown here, but when people are offering us a compliment, and I'm going to use this as an energetic breath, so you can kind of feel the energetic breath. It's something I just did at a, a, you know, a speaking engagement that I was doing. And I said, you know, I want everybody to walk out of here to feel safe in their receiving and allow love into their heart so that they can gift it to the next person. And if you can think of yourself sitting in front of your partner or child or something, and you think of this figure eight. So I want you to think of like receiving a compliment. Somebody says, hey, I really like your new haircut, or I really enjoy that post you put up on Facebook, or hey, you know, I love that, you know, you are so vulnerable and you share your heart. You're brave. You're an inspiration. Whatever it is that somebody says, and your first instinct is like, mm, I don't, you you don't want to receive it, right? And it's not even somebody saying, I love you. They're just simply trying to tell you something nice. And we often don't allow that fully into our beings. And so I want you to imagine that somebody says something nice to you and you inhale that. You inhale that compliment or that kind word or that activity or action that that person has gifted to you. And you breathe that deep into your heart. And what happens when this occurs throughout the day is you pool a whole lot of love light, available energy, at a high coherence that shifts your vibration and has the capacity to shift the next person's vibration. Because when you're feeling in this love-infused joy, happiness, and grace, you will then be able to provide 
from your heart a higher frequency to the next person. So you'll see the next person and it'll just be like, you just feel so good. You're like, oh my God, I love you. I say this all the time. It might be creepy to some people. I might even just meet you. And I'm like, you know what? I love you. And I didn't say I love you easily when I first started saying I love you. I thought it was weird and nobody said it, but I've been just saying it so much now because true, like that pool of love light in my heart is so big that I can meet a stranger and be like, I just love you so much. So let's just say that's what I say. And that person has to be willing to inhale that into their heart and start a collection of love pool within their heart so that they can express it to the next person. And if you're sitting in a love conversation with somebody, whether it's a husband, partner, someone in your life, you can almost imagine as this conversation is happening, you say it, they absorb it in through their crown, down to their heart, they express a love comment back to you, you absorb it into your crown, right? down into your heart, and it continues on in this beautiful figure eight, this beautiful infinity sign, eh, eh, infinity sign of love that goes on forever and ever because you are in this beautiful space of allowing your heart chakra to do what it is here on this earth to do, which is be in the space to receive love and to give love. Now, I was talking about holding on to a whole bunch of people in your heart, which, you know, nobody tells us that we, that like really is just like cluttering and clogging up your capacity to receive. And so um, I think it's really important to come back to this place. I did talk about this in a previous uh, podcast about, you know, brushing your teeth for empaths. It's really important that we clear our hearts of carrying somebody else's thoughts, feelings, and emotions because A, it prevents them from having their own conversation with God's spirit universe because you're become the translator, filters through you to get to them because you're holding on to them. So we want to release them, but we also want to release them so that we can have the capacity to serve them and even love them at a greater capacity. We think that by holding on to people, we are in the essence of true love. Like I just love them so much. I'm going to hold on to them and keep them safe. But what that does is drain your capacity to show up in a way that allows you to love on them in the biggest, baddest way that you possibly can. So it's kind of like it actually defeats the purpose of being at the highest level of love that you possibly can. So as light workers and intuitives, our goal is to make sure that we keep our hearts as empty as possible so that we can love greater. And it might seem like it's confusing, but the truth is, is like when we take people from our hearts and we place them exterior to our being, it allows them to work on their connection to something far greater, really uh, gives them the independence to, to walk their path confidently. And it creates a different level of love, a love that is so independent from each other that you can meet in the middle and grow at such a greater level. So, you know, it's a really powerful activity and exercise to make sure that you're keeping your heart clear. And I am including you guys in the show notes for today's podcast, something that I only have been giving out to people that I work with in the Chakra Business Academy, but I think it's a really powerful meditation. It's called the Heart Clearing Meditation, in which you take this opportunity to allow yourself to empty your heart so that you can receive more, A, and we're going to get to crown chakra in a few weeks, so you'll be able to receive more. Uh, You'll open up for fully letting this in, but you want to create the space now in your heart to be able to hold as much 
love and light and essence and truth and stardust and all the magic so that you can then express it at a greater level. I always say my biggest dream is that we all become care bears, standing in care a lot, you know, being able to shoot from our hearts all the love that is required to anyone in the world that is in pain, trouble, needs healing, or needs love, right? That's a lot of heart capacity. You think about a care bear and care a lot, how the velocity of their stare to travel anywhere in the world, I mean, they have to have a good container hold of that, you know, love in order to send it anywhere. When we're bogged up and we're cluttered in our heart, we're like a laser pointer that you play with the cat, right? Like you can't hold that up and expect it to go across the room and still see the light, right? You can only hold it two feet in front of you. And so making sure that we are keeping our hearts clear as an expression of, you know, energetic breath is game changing for you showing up for the relationships that you have, for your clients, for everything and everyone, really. I can't even like say it's just one population or person. It truly is a life changer when you get into the space of constantly clearing out your heart to open yourself up to receive at a greater capacity, which then shifts how you love. Big, big thought process, but I'm telling you, if you place a little bit of energy into this, you're going to notice a big difference. And so doing heart clearing for me personally, as a highly sensitive empath, is something I do on the reg. Like, I mean, I do it weekly, and if I forget, I know, because when your heart is heavy, think of a sponge that is holding on to too much water, right? It's it's not good. It's saturating. It's leaking. It's heavy. It's like all of those kinds of things. And so you will feel exhausted. You will feel exhausted when your heart is heavy. You just don't have any more capacity to allow in anything else. You stop your inhale. And then on top of that, you're probably not breathing out very well either because, you know, you've got all these people's um, feelings and thoughts and emotions in, and they're making you feel unsafe. Like it's not even your thought or feeling, it's their thought or feeling, and you're not going to express fully. And if you're in the opposing where you're holding on to a lot of people and but you're still exhaling and you don't have space to receive, you'll know that. So I always say there's a resistance for each of our chakras and the resistance of the heart is martyrdom. And that's a big word. But martyrdom is simply when it feels as though you're doing everything for everyone else and nobody is helping you. Like I give, 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 and I don't get anything in return. Those thoughts are martyrdom. And the reason that I say this is because you're not allowing anything in. Like we have the choice to release from our heart all of the clutter and what we're holding onto and to allow in more, right? We are, we are the CEOs of this fabulous physical body that we have here on earth. So every decision that we make is ours and we have the opportunity to say no, to say, you know, this isn't mine. I'm not carrying it. I'm giving everybody back to their own source so that they can have those relationships and work on themselves. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be in a space to allow myself to receive all the goodness that the world has to offer so I can create this this higher vibrational love that I'm able to, to give out as well. And that's the ultimate goal of the heart chakra. I also truly believe that the heart holds the answer to everything that we have uh, a question to. So like right now, if you were to think, what what is it that I need for me? What is going to put me into my highest self? 
uh, so that I can be of the greatest service. I truly believe if you place your hand over your heart and you ask your heart, that is where the answer lies. Our brains are triggered by, you know, previous memories or other people's memories or things people say to us and often are not as pure as the answer we will receive from our heart. And so it's a, it's a different conversation to have, to allow your thought to be the decision or to allow the feeling to be the decision because our heart leads with feelings. And sometimes we need the balance of both. Sometimes we need our brain to do it. But when you are truly asking for your inner being, what is the best you know, step for you, then it comes from the heart. And that's where I had to go yesterday. Like I'm supposed to be at an event today and tomorrow. And uh, last night, it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel expansive. I just found out we had lost the the one um, rental and, you know, potentially we could go see something else. And I asked myself, what do I need for me? And I asked my heart and it said, you need to go within because that's where the answer is. And I needed to be by water. And so I walked down to the beach today and I sat with my husband and I felt this peace and calm come through my body. And I knew I was grounding back into who I am, who I serve and what I do in this earth. And so I am so grateful for the message that my heart gave me and the fact that I choose to listen to it. 99.2% of the time, we'll say, because sometimes the head is so convincing. But when we listen through our hearts, there's always a deeper meaning and feeling that goes along with it. So just to keep um, or come back to keeping your heart clear, I am adding two meditations. These are the two meditations that I personally do, you guys, to keep my heart clear weekly, bi-weekly, even monthly would be a good start. Um, And it will just allow you to create the space within your heart chakra so that you can, in fact, allow yourself to receive and feel safe um, giving your heart out as well. So they're very powerful. Please let me know how they go. I am here to be in the service of you guys. And so any comments, please always email me at Tamara at TamaraArnold.ca. And uh, let me know any thoughts, feelings, questions, things, ideas that you would love to hear me talk about about uh, during the Own Your Intuitive podcast as I'm relaunching with it in this voice. Um, anything that you desire, I am here to help you with. So I look forward to the conversation you guys will be listening to on Thursday with Jessica Page. And I hope you have an extremely transformational Tuesday today and that your heart feels open and full of love. Have a magical day.